Gallagher is live eight, so please welcome to the stage Sir Bobby Gandalf, everybody. Russell Brand, what a Can't fight that one, can we? Well, here we are, my friends, live from the... Oh, wait, it was wet last night. A wet gated community. Oh, my goodness. I thought my watch was going a bit funny because I went to the toilet. I, I, I go to the toilet during the night. It's something to do. And I went to the toilet during the night and I thought, that's a flash? Where's that flash coming from? And then the thunder and light come in and the rain. Oh, my goodness. My summer, I've got a summer room, is it a summer room? Sunroom. There was a great big bit of pigeon droppings there. It's massive. It's moved, the rain's got rid of it. So thank you, God. Uh, 07-849-453587. This becomes a podcast later on, as you well know. I've got a new competition, but it's only going to be an email competition. God, where is the love? Yeah, where is the love? I hope all those uh, women on that documentary, I hope they all go to the police. I hope they do. Oh, Strictly was back at the weekend, didn't watch it. I never watched the early rounds, do you? What's the point? It's all rubbish dancing for a bit. And Neighbours is back tonight, everybody. Whoa! I can't beat the neighbours. So I've got that today. I've got Scottish news, I've got Russian news. Russian news. A new feature called How Bizarre. I ending. Yeah, brand new feature just to show you that I, I do come up with creative stuff. It's called um, How Bizarre. It's a sto- and it's the weirdest story I've seen in a long while. Uh, you could come and join me. You can uh, radiobarber at gmail.com. Uh, get in touch with me there and uh, you can get me on Facebook. I started a wee chatteroonie thing there going on. So, oh, nine of you. Good morning, nine of you. That's lovely to have you aboard. Uh, ten of you. Well, that's good. Tell everybody we're here. I do a wee half hour. My wife goes and does a big shop on a Monday. Uh, so uh, I go, she never goes at the weekend. Um, so she lets me just come up and play for a wee while. It's, you know, uh, get my toys out. Get my toys out. Hey, the good news is... <laughs> she's back. <laughs> she was gone. She was gone. She was gone. Yeah, Liz Truss is back, everybody. Thank God. Just when we thought things were going to kind of go pear-shaped, Liz Truss has come back into the political arena, and the good news is Liz Truss urges MPs, uh, PM to cut taxes and benefit increases. Finally, we're going back to Tory proper Toryisms. That's what we want. Uh, low taxes and benefits cut. Uh, uh, Liz Truss... <laughs> uh, she says, uh, Rishi Sunak... We Rishi? Hey, China, you're going to stop spying on me. I'll tell my dad. 
Yeah, Rishi Sunak should cut taxes, reduce benefit increases, raise the retirement age. <laughs> uh, Liz Truss has said, in a speech, I wonder how much you get paid for that, everybody. In a speech, the former Prime Minister will uh, also vehemently defend the policies she tried to enact during her chaotic 44 days in office. It was only 44 days. But the Tory MP will argue that she could not deliver her plans due to the political and economic establishment. Uh, what's she saying here? Yeah, remember, it was a mini-budget. Remember that? It was £45 billion pounds of tax cuts and it crashed the city. And the plans triggered weeks of economic turmoil. Remember, what was he saying? Quasi Kwatang. Quasi was in charge, wasn't he? Quasi Kwatang. Uh, her premiership did not survive the massive U-turn and she resigned. Remember, there's a U-turn as well. And she resigned less than a month after the mini-budget. And she, remember she had a lovely uh, plecter, uh, lectern? Remember that lectern? It looked like a Jenga thing. Uh, the speech will be one of the few occasions she has spoken in public about her tenure. I expect to say, some people said we were too much of a rush. And it's certainly true that I didn't just try to fatten the pig on market day. No, you did. And I tried to reel the pig. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here we go then. What she said. Didn't she do something before about animals? And it's certainly true that I didn't just try to fatten the pig on market day. I tried to reel the pig and slaughter it as well. I confess to that. But the reason we are in a rush because voters wanted to see results. I knew the level of resistance and the lack of preparation time that things weren't going to be perfect. See, she was, she was a woman of integrity. And she's expected to say that communication could have been better and the operation better honed. But also she was unable to implement her plan because there was a powerful and fo powerful force compromising economic and political elite. So I'm, it's funny how the people who are elite think there's other elites. It's not me, it's them, it's the other elites that are doing it. 07849453587. I don't know, I, I, I have no phone-ins just yet. Well, I do have a phone-in. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn and Len McCluskey, him from the, uh, the what's his name, from, you know, from the, uh, the unions, they're uh, releasing, uh, they're going to release an accessible poetry book. I was trying to think, I just, I just come up with a line, I put it on Facebook. There was an old man with a beard, dot, dot, dot. It's nice he's got a hobby now that he's not doing anything. Morning, Rona. Morning, Penny. Many, many. Good morning to you, uh, everybody. Uh, I don't see. I don't think Taylor's in today. Well, that's, that's always a plus to it. Uh, right. Oh, well, Lorraine said, and Monroe, she was following the storms online. They were rather a lot. Yes, they were. It went on for ages. Quite romantic, isn't it? I always kind of feel a wee bit like Heathcliff, you know, from Wuthering Heights. I always feel a wee bit like that. You mean you coming over the uh, the brow of the thing and Mrs. Barbara going, who's that big hunk there? <laughs> Time now for your place news. And it's also Corella Braverman, Braverman. It's also her news today as well. It's very exciting. So Corella Braverman is to splash out 75 million on sci-fi tasers in a scramble to look tough on crime. Mind you, when you see the, you see the TV shows where the boys with the, the taser, it's brilliant. I mean, some of the big fellas don't feel it, but... They stop them. The Home Secretary is thought to be uh, saving the announcement for her big keynote speech. Oh, it's conservative. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Mark Taylor's here, but he's in a lot of pain. 
Oh, what's up, Taylor? Oh, God. There we go. What's going on? Hang on. I'm just getting going again. Here we go. What's, what's, what's up here? What? Oh, Ronnie! Oh. Is that Ronnie? Yeah, it is. Is that you, Jeff? Uh, how are you doing? I, I hear you're off an inch shorter now. You've got a new knee. Mm-hmm. Very funny, but very, very, very is nice. It? It's very nice to, you know, uh, to uh, uh, mock the afflicted. What's wrong with you now? Are you other knee gone as well? No, no, I'm just saying, you know, I, I went through a lot of pain last Tuesday. I was very brave. The doctor said I was, I was one of the bravest patients he's ever had in his life. What, Dr. Tonka? No. Hey? What is it you want? I've just been to the garage, Ronnie, God. and you were you were talk you were talking about her, weren't you? Thingy, you know. Lizzie Truss. Lizzie Truss. Lizzie, Lizzie Truss. That's her, and I've just seen her, Ronnie. You just... I've just seen her at the garage. Oh, what's she doing? Well, she's the car's in for getting fixed. It's all smashed to bits, Ronnie. Oh. The car's it's, it's it's completely smashed to bits. Well, that, no, nothing left, Ronnie. That woman's had no luck at all. She got she got ejected as the no. prime minister, and she's and she's trying to bring the country together, and trying to advise uh, we Rishi, and and now she's crashed a car. It's, it's such, such a tough time for her. Well, it wasn't her fault, Ronnie. Shall I heard her say to the man, it was the, it was the, it was the elite, the, the the powerful elite driving a Land Rover that did it, Ronnie. See the elite. You know, they're bloody powerful elite. They get everywhere. Those powerful elites. Uh, you know, it's, and it, it's a shame for the other elites because they, you know, they did a hard time because of the elites. Yeah, yeah. What? And I don't even like leeks, Ronnie. No, I, I never eat them because they give me they give me wind. Yeah, we don't need to go that. And we're no over your IBS. We don't need to talk about that, Jeff. Uh, but yeah. No, Ronnie. No. Anyway, I I, I I sat with her for a minute, and and she she explained to me the macroeconomic, right. and then we uh, went down this rabbit hole about I don't know what she's talking about, Ronnie. If you, if you if you if you cut the pig, you get the pig, and if you slice the pig, you have a. Uh, she loves a pork, doesn't she? Yeah, loves she, a pork. I've heard that. She's a she's a very clever woman. <laughs> Isn't she, Jeff? She's a she's a lovely woman, hey? Eh? Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, Ronnie. But anyway, I've got to go because they've fixed it all up now, and I'm just I, I don't know if you can hear Ronnie, but I'm driving. Right. I'm just taking Liz's car out for a little a little road test, uh -huh. and uh, it appears to me. What? Oh, I'm, what? I can hear some knocking, Ronnie. What's that knocking there, Jeff? I think it's quasi in the boot. <laughs> All we hear is radio. Baba. Radio Baba. All we hear is radio. Baba. Radio Right, let's catch up. Radio Now remember, this is just a wee short show today. Penny says there was an old man with a beard. He was incredibly weird. He wanted to be the leader of the party, but they found out he was too arty-farty. So it didn't happen as we feared. Oh, that's not bad, Penny. That's not bad at all. 07849453587. I've also put up celebrities uh, you'd meet in the rain. Dame Judy Drenched. Anyway, let's go back to... Uh, um, what's her name, Cruella? <laughs> 
Or for us, so rudely interrupted. Yeah, Cruella uh, Deville, uh, Braverman, is, is going to give the police a brand new taser. I've got a brand new taser to electrocute you with. Um, the Home Secretary is thought to be saving the house for a big keynote speech. Yeah, we're going into a party political. Oh, dear God. Another, they're going to, the Parliament again, they're going to have another recess. They've all got another recess while they're going to party political, whatever they do. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. Under the deal, the weapons will be given uh, given to the officers next week if they're approved for use in the UK. It represents a huge increase in spending, 75 million, on non-lethal stun guns. And the small print reveals the plan would see the firm's new Taser 10 rolled out to police forces across things. It's a Taser 10, everybody. What else? Is it? So it's going to have sci-fi, it's going to have sound effects as well. No wonder Braverman is worried about looking weak on crime. So she's going to give them, right, it's vital the police, a brave officer we send into those, uh, uh, onto those streets are able to defend themselves. Good. Tell me about the tasers. The Police Federation described the new model as a game changer and praised its sci-fi sound effects. Doo-dee-doo-doo. Instead of the natural electric sound of a taser being discharged, it will play a loud digital sound effect. <laughs> what sound effect do you think it's going to be? Hiya! Uh, think back to every sci-fi film you've watched and the sounds when the futuristic weapons are charged up and ready for use. My God. Isn't it good we've got a government like this? All you people, you're all whinging about how, you know, the government doesn't do enough for you. They're doing enough. They're buying new tasers. Thank God. Right, coming up, what have I got? Yeah, my brand new competition called Where Is The Love? And it's an email competition. You can't tell me on the Facebook. It's radiobarber at gmail.com. I've taken the word love from a song and you have to spot it. It's not a new one. Taylor, tell us what's wrong with you. Taylor's got the pain. I wonder if he's been bitten by one of his snakes. Why, you've been bitten in the uh, evergreens? Right, I've got a song for you as well. Uh, 07849453587. Uh, this is one of my favourite songs of... Oh, hang on. What's going on there? All right, he's, just, he's telling us. All right. Oh, it's a bouncy castle. I was on a bouncy castle weekend for my granddaughter's first birthday. However, I think I've dislocated every joint, every dislocated every joint in my six-year-old body, except for my typing finger. Oh, yeah. What were you doing in a bouncy castle? You're 60, for heaven's sake. I bet he's one of those, hey, kids, get off. The adults want to play. Uh, 07849453587. Don't forget, this becomes a podcast later, later on. So if you could spread the word. And if you want to buy me a coffee, that'd be nice. I've got enough money to keep us going for another two or three months on this thingy. And by the way, it will get better. Oh, yeah. It, well, yeah, I, I improve over the years. I'm like a fine wine. I love this song. I love Billy Ocean. How bizarre to come. Scottish news. Oh, Petty Mordant clip. Apparently, Keir Starmer, according to Petty Mordant, is, has got no balls. Political debate right here on Radio Barber.
Danger. Radio Barber live from the gated community. It's the wee show. I do a small doses show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then the big one on a Saturday, 9 to 11, which is a new podcast. I put it up there as well. If you're having trouble sleeping, it's well worth uh, just downloading one of the podcasts and it'll get you off to sleep. And I know it does for me. Uh, now, um, you know that bloke, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Donald Trump, he gave one of his speeches the other day and I think he's missed a war. We have a man who is totally corrupt and the worst president in the history of our country who is cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead, and is now in charge of dealing with Russia and possible nuclear war. Just think of it. We would be... In World War II, very quickly, if we're going to be relying on this man and far more devastating than any war, there will never be a war. If that happens, there will never be a war like this. It will obliterate everything there is, everybody. Um, Mr. Trump, we've already had World War II. And unless he wants to replay it, maybe he didn't like the ending that much. Maybe Russia didn't win enough. Penny Mordaunt, she's the leader of the House of Commons. Uh, she she, she organises the business uh, for the House of Commons. Obviously, when you see her sitting next to um, we Rishi, stop spying Russia! Uh, when you see her sitting next to Rishi, she's not happy because she it should have been her, right? It should have been her. Anyway, she's talking about more. Uh, she was talking about, um, what's his name? Keir Starmer. And I think this is disgraceful language for the parliament. I think the Labour leader is Beach Ken. Beach Ken stands for nothing on shifting sands in his flip-flops, staring out to sea, doing nothing constructive to stop small boats or grow the economy. And when we examine his weak record on union demands, on border control, on protecting the public and stopping small boats, we discover that like Beach Ken, he has zero balls. He has zero balls? Now, first of all, thanks a lot, Penny Morton. I haven't seen the Barbie film, so thank you. I, so, uh, but what a thing to say about another, another, this is the level of debate we got. But, you know, maybe we need to have more of that. You can't, as you said, you can't say somebody's a liar, but you can say somebody's got no balls. And uh, Hoyle, that useless uh, speaker, he won't say a word. He'll, he'll just sit there going, yeah, that's a good line, that's a good line. But if you call anybody a liar, oh, it kicks off like you never know. I'm looking for a, a, a sting here. Wait a minute, where's my thing? Where's my thing? Hang on. Where was it? Was it here? 
Is it here? Hang on. I had that earlier on. Who put that down? Oh, well, I've got to, I've got to move this because I've got a feature called How Bizarre, but I thought I had a jingle for it. I did have a jingle. Oh, I'm gonna. All right, stand by, everybody. I'm gonna uh, upload a jingle so that we can play uh, How Bizarre, my new feature. I don't come up with them very often. I wonder why that didn't download. How bizarre. Where it is there? Yeah. Got to put it there. Yeah, I'm just going to download this. All right. I'll edit this out of the podcast. Don't, don't know any difference. All right. Here we go. How bizarre. How bizarre. How bizarre. Production values. There's for, uh, one for all you new DJs. Yeah, this is a story, uh, well, one of those weird stories, and I have to explain it to you, right? Uh, The headline is, my husband didn't get a cold for two years since I started breastfeeding him. The woman who breastfeeds her husband said it's been improving his skin and impacting his health too. He hasn't got sick in two years, and she attributes to her breast milk. She says that clearly she's claiming the practice has not only done wonders for the couple's relationship, aye, aye, what? but also for her husband's physical health. All right. In fact, Alexander Bailey has, hasn't caught a cold in two years, and his wife, Rachel, also said 30, believes the result of their intimate feeding sessions. Uh, Rachel first breastfed Alexander in 2017 after he volunteered to help relieve some of the build-up from over-lactation. All right, did he? You know, do you want me to help you out there? Aye, go on yourself. Clap on. Uh, she breastfed her three children, but Alexander got hooked, and now it's a staple of the couple's marriage. We realise there's nothing... Oh, I've seen the pictures. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do you see the pictures? Oh, what? What? <clears throat> oh, God. Um, I've just seen the pictures. Sorry. We realise there's nothing wrong with breastfeeding, and it could actually be good for them, as it's so nutritious. No, I'm not defeating that. It is breastfeeding. Yeah, but... He's what age? He's 30. Uh, he didn't get a cold for two years after he started. Now, after two years, he got, and so does that mean after in the third year he got cold? So is he still saying, maybe that maybe a bit more and I'll get, not get the cold? He said his, fin, his skin was so much better now, he ended up loving the taste of my breast milk and even prefers it to cow's, cow's milk now. I bet he does. He said, uh, she said, Alexander told her her milk was really different. What he expected? Right, right enough. I can't. So, I'm sorry, everybody. I can't do that. How bizarre. How bizarre. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Sorry, I'm. Has that put you off as well? It's kind of me, put me off. Whoa. Auntie Mary had a canary up the leg of her drawers. She put no. Right, uh, Scottish news, everybody. Uh, news from my homeland. A Scots town has been left in stitches by a botched Mary's proposal and the recipient's brutal public response. Love was blossoming in, in Gel Elgin and Moray after the romantic gesture was displayed on a large white bed sheet around about one of those, yeah? Instead of opting for the traditional engagement setting on one knee, the unlucky and love person wrote in the sheet, Will you marry me, Rachel? The romantic hopes were quickly dashed when somebody, presumably Rachel, replied with her own bedsheet, 
Well, the first one was full of love, the second one was, was considerably less. So locals were left in stitches after a response appeared. No! You slept with my brother! <laughs> They're, what, now that, uh, did he... He's male. Did he sleep with her brother? Well, oh, that's unfortunate as well. The unfortunate rate reply presumably has put any dreams of nuptials off for the foreseeable future. Local Jerry Jameson said of the public spats, So who is the lucky Rachel? I hope she said yes. Lenny Roy, uh, uh, joked, was wondering if her brother gave his blessing. And Susan Ritchie added, Who said romance was dead? You always see those, don't you? You see them next to the kind of roundabouts. Hang on, what's going to... Um, that, now, that's a point. Taylor's actually, Taylor's put up a really... Don't you have to be pregnant? This is blokes talking now. Don't you have to be pregnant to lactate? That's a good point. Mind you, I think it's like, see, cows, uh, cows are kept lactating to give us milk. That's what, so they kept on, we keep milking cows. Oh, Penny's, <laughs> Penny's, Penny's off her cereal. Put him off a cereal. If it was my husband, he would get bloody COVID for all I care. Oh, what you It's a sharing moment. Uh, but ladies, is that right then? Uh, no, it can't be. If somebody carries on lactating, uh, if come, somebody come, you know, dives in for the, you know, the goods, then it'll happen, all right? Hey, it's your biological hour right here on BBC... Uh, not BBC. <laughs> you want to get this in the BBC. Radio Barbara. 07849453587. Uh, still to come, uh, my competition. Uh, I've got one more story for you. What was the story I was going to... Uh, yeah, leave Boris Johnson alone. Laura Kunzberg has dived in and said that Boris Johnson, now she's got a new documentary. Oh, by the way, you must watch the Dispatches documentary, Channel 4, about Russell Brand. You've got to watch it. I just hope the lasses go and see the police. That's all I can say. Boris Johnson officials discuss raising concerns about a former PM to the Queen. Senior government officials spoke to Buckingham Palace at the height of the pandemic to express their concern about Boris Johnson's conduct in office. He was fine. Boris Johnson, he was, he would came and give us a wee chat. Up at the lectern saying, yeah, stay in your bams, don't you dare go outside. You'll get arrested. Not me. No, we're not having parties. We're working very hard in the garden. Uh, the revelation comes in the uh, episode two of the BBC documentary series Laura Kunzberg, State of Chaos. So it wasn't chaotic, was it, when Boris Johnson... I don't remember the chaos. Based on interviews with key players at the top of the government, the series covers the period between 2016 and the departure of Liz Truss as a Prime Minister. Now, this is what I've got to say, and this is why I'm angry, folks. We've got to leave Boris Johnson alone. He did his best. He was a lovely, lovely guy. He just caught... He didn't want the job. And he did his best, and, and now everybody's gone, oh, you were rubbish. Leave Boris alone. He's a lovely man. And now you're all having a pop at him. Leave him alone. Time now, because uh, I've only got one song left, and then uh, well, I'm gone. Because uh, this is a wee short one. We don't do a long one. This is a wee one, because my wife will be back shortly. What's the text? Coming in here. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Petty said, leave Boris alone. He was a wonderful Prime Minister. He did his best for the country. Hours and hours. Having two babies and all that wallpaper to pay for. That's right, Petty. You tell him, leave Boris alone, the wee soul. Eh? He's having to, you know, 
buy a house with a swimming pool. Nah, just leave them. Time for... Where is the love? 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 I've taken the word... Now, listen... This is not on Facebook. Uh, take this down. Radiobarber at gmail.com. Radiobarber, all one word. Radiobarber at gmail.com. Right, so you can't, I'm not taking calls on this because my wife's going to be back shortly, so I'm going to have to help her unload. Oh, Ralph's come back. He's got a big lot of, yeah, a lot of medicines there. Oh, my, he's carrying the rep. That's a lot of medicines for Ralph. I wonder what he's got. Anyway. Uh, I've taken the word uh, love from a song and you have to tell me where the love comes but don't phone me uh, it's an email only radiobarber at gmail.com and on Wednesday I'll reveal the winner that's the word love so what song does it come from what song does it come from where is where is the love Where is the love? Uh, radiobarber at gmail.com. Don't try and give me an answer on the Facebook because I won't let you have it. Now, uh, could you share this with everybody? Uh, if you could share this, uh, now maybe... What was that? Somebody cutting something? I've done a broadcast here. Hang on. Right, yeah. Excuse me. Can you shut that off? I've got a radio program on here. What's he doing? He's fixing the gutter. Oh, he's fixing the gutter. Oh, it's across the road. Okay. Well, he's smearing it up. That's a bit not. He's, he's a big guy. Um, right, so, uh, radiobarber at gmail.com. Radiobarber at gmail.com. Uh, if you can tell me. Right, that's the answer. I'm back on Monday, uh, Wednesday with another uh, stunning uh, little adventure called Ronnie Barber in Small Doses, live from the gated community. Can you tell me? Radiobarber at gmail.com. If you want to tell everybody, uh, if anybody wants to buy me a coffee and we'll keep broadcasting for a bit longer, then uh, I've got the link there as well, OK? I thought that went well. And I don't know why I'm shouting. You have a lovely day. I'll see you on Wednesday at 9.
I think the Labour leader is Beach Ken. Beach Ken stands for nothing on shifting sands in his flip-flops, staring out to sea, doing nothing constructive to stop small boats or grow the economy. And when we examine his weak record on union demands, on border control, on protecting the public and stopping small boats, we discover that, like Beach Ken, he has zero balls.